Hello everyone. Welcome to the Awaken Dead podcast. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Pranay Bhagat and I am glad you are here. I'll be unfolding the unbelievable facts and stories that you haven't probably heard of. So without wasting any time, let's get started. This is the podcast on a 17-year-old girl who survived 10,000 feet free fall. She lived to tell her tale about her 11-day survival in the Amazon rainforest. So Niharika Kamle will be joining us today in this podcast. Ha, I know this is unbelievable, but this is true. A girl named Juliana Kopka survived a 10,000 feet free fall. It was December 24, 1971. Juliana and her mother were flying between Pukalpa and Lima in the Lansa Flight 508 so that they could celebrate Christmas with her father. Okay, we go to the skies over Peru. The plane with 91 people on board encountered a storm. Already the flight was 7 hours late due to the bad weather conditions. The sky became pitch black all around them and lightning was constantly flashing outside the windows. The plane was jumping up and down, parcels and luggage were falling from the locker. There were gifts, flowers and Christmas cakes flying around the cabin. The passengers began to cry, weep and scream. Suddenly there was a very bright light on the left outer engine. Now the situation was out of control. Her mother said, Now it's all over. The engine roared, people screamed, plane plunged sharply towards the ground and began to break apart. Suddenly the noise stopped. Juliana was outside the plane. She was in a free fall strapped to her seat bench as she had fastened her seat belt. It was as if she is flying over disguise, sitting on that seat bench. She could only hear the whispering of the wind. She could see herself plummeting into the canopy of the jungle, which she said was resembling green cauliflower or broccoli. Her seat, which she was still belted to, rotated like a helicopter blade. The thick forest canopy helped in slowing her descent and also the seat itself should have fallen. I couldn't really feel anything. It was like being wrapped in cotton balls. With a lot of effort, I could only get up on my knees. And then everything turned black again. After 20 hours of unconsciousness, she woke the next day and looked up into the canopy. She shouted out for her mother but could only hear the echo. She was completely alone. Juliana could tell her collarbone was badly broken and she had some deep cuts on her legs. Another cut on her arm had become infected with the maggots. Now maggots are the insects that look like small worms. She feared that this might mean the arm eventually had to be amputed. But at that point, she couldn't do anything about it. Juliana had spent her childhood learning about the rainforest. Her father was a zoologist while her mother was ornithologist. They both worked at a research station. Juliana had spent a year and a half in the same research station along with them. There she got to learn about the life in the rainforest. It was her familiarity 
with the types of terrain that proved to be a major factor in her survival. Kopka herself mused. I learned a lot about life in the rainforest and it wasn't too dangerous. It's not the green hell the world always thinks. Later, Kopka began to scout the area immediately around her crash site for her mother and other survivors. She could hear the planes overhead searching for the wreck, but as it was a very dense forest, she couldn't see them. She had lost one shoe but kept the other one because she was short-sighted and had already lost her glasses. So she used the shoe to test the ground ahead of her as she walked. The forest is full of different floras and faunas. The snakes are camouflaged there and they look like the dry leaves. Juliana was wearing a short and sleeveless mini dress. As it was raining, the coldness added in her survival. She was starving and finding food became a big challenge. However, she had some candies that she found near the crash site. Those candies would be her only sustenance. She rationed them carefully, eating just a couple of pieces each day. Once it was gone, she experienced extreme hunger. She thought of catching some wild frogs and eat them, but she was so slow that she couldn't catch even one. This turned out to be a good thing since she later learned there were poisonous dart frogs that would have ended her. On the fourth day, she heard a sound of a king vulture landing in the forest. She knew from her ornithologist mother that this particular type of vulture only landed when carrion or rotting flesh was in the immediate vicinity. She knew it was the bodies from the crash. She followed the vulture and discovered three other passengers still scrapped to their seats. They had impacted the ground with such force that they were buried three feet deep with only their feet remaining visible. She was paralyzed by panic as it was the first time she had seen a dead body. As one of the dead bodies was of a woman, Kopka initially feared it might be her mother. But after poking her with a stick, she was able to discern that the woman had painted toenails which her mother did not. She then kept searching for a way out of the jungle. It reminded her of some advice her father had given her as a child. He told her if she was ever lost in the jungle, she should follow the water sources to find rescue. The idea was that each tiny stream would lead to a bigger one and eventually to one big enough to be a water source for potential rescuers. On the 10th day, Kopka found a boat. At first, she thought she is hallucinating. She went to touch it and realized it was real. There was a small path into the jungle where she found a hut with a palm leaf roof an outboard motor and a liter of gasoline. She remembered the time when her father had used kerosene to treat her dog who had a similar wound that she is having on her upper right arm. She saw that the maggots are trying to go more deep into her body causing her intense pain. Juliana sucked the gasoline from the can and applied it to her wound. She pulled out about 30 maggots and finally felt good. But the problems were not over. She spent the night there itself. Next morning, she was discovered by three Peruvian men. They were confused by her presence and frightened by her bloodshot eyes and blonde hair. When they saw me, they were alarmed and stopped talking. 
they thought I was some kind of a water goddess. You know, a figure from local legend, who's a hybrid of a water dolphin and a blonde, white-skinned woman. They were kind of confused looking at Juliana, but she later explained them about the situation in Spanish. Mi nombre es Julian. Hubo un accidente a Rio. De alguna manera he sobrevivido. Por favor, ayúdame. Me estoy sintiendo mal. Me duele la pierna. The next day, this man took her downstream in their boat to a nearby local hospital. And finally, Juliana was the only survivor of the Lanza Flight 508. So as we can see that problems can come any time in our life. We don't know what will happen next. So it's better to know more about the things around us. The other two factors of Juliana's survival were her courage and her determination. She showed us that knowledge clubbed with the courage and determination can help us achieve any goal in our life. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the session. I'll be back with more by that time. Eat well, sleep well, and do well.